Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 18. I'll be reading, reading today in the New Living Translation because it, it has a word here that I want to talk about. The New Living Translation said, For the Lord is God. He created the heavens and the earth and put everything in place. He made the world to be lived in, not to be a place of empty chaos. I am the Lord, he says, and there is no other. I want you to notice that today. He said, he made the world to be lived in, not a place of empty chaos. So today I'm going to talk to you from the heart for just a little while on this simple subject, God in chaos. You may be seated. The definition of chaos is complete disorder and confusion. Now, don't get too quiet on me because I'm going to lay some things out here today. The definition of chaos is complete disorder and confusion. Another word that you might use instead of chaos is this, bedlam, anarchy. Disorder, pandemonium, madness, or turmoil. Is there anybody here that believes today that not just our world, but the world in general is in chaos? We are living in very chaotic times. I don't know how to explain it to you. I've never seen a day like we're living in now. I've never, I've, I, I don't know how to deal with everything that's happening in our day. I, I, I've never seen the times when there's such bedlam and such anarchy. I looked up that word this morning just to be sure I understood it right, anarchy. You know what that means? That means revolting against authority and government. That means where you have no law. There's just, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, that's a dangerous place to be in. I, I may, I may cross you today, but if I do, get over it because I'm going to teach you from the Bible and not from DG today. Here's what I tell you. God is not pleased with that kind of situation. The Bible said, the Bible said way back in the book of Judges, there came a time when people were a law unto themselves, when every man did that which was right in his own eyes, and it was the most damnable day of Israel in the time of the Judges because every man did that which was right in his own eyes. They became a law unto themselves. I want to tell you that we cannot all become law unto ourselves. We'll have bedlam and chaos in this world. Disorder, pandemonium, madness. So I want to talk about God in all of this. Nobody likes chaos. I don't like, look, some of us have chaos in our finances. Nobody likes that. Amen? Nobody likes chaos in a relationship. Nobody likes chaos, chaos in emotions. We don't like it in our kids' bedrooms. My Lord, I never will forget. I better be careful here. Crystal, don't look at me like that. I know you, you, you know where I'm going. I walked in Crystal's room when she was a teenager one time, and I thought, dear God, there's been a hurricane, and I didn't even know it. She was just a teenager. She don't live that way anymore, thank God. 
but she probably whipped Bryce for that. But uh, no, she ain't never whipped Bryce. But anyway, kids' bedrooms can become chaotic. The house can become chaotic. The world can become chaotic. And I, I, you know, nobody really likes chaos. Nobody likes trouble or disorder or confusion. Let me tell you about God. He's an on-time God. Let me just preach to you for a few minutes. You can set your clock by God. He's very orderly. He put the stars in space. He he put. The, the sun at strategic place from the earth so that we don't get too hot but we don't get too cold. He, he put everything in orbit. He, 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 he organized it well. You can set your clock. If I get ready to go fishing tomorrow, Shanna, I look at the, I look at the sunrise and I know this, that about 30 minutes before sunrise the sun's going to come up or the light's going to begin to appear. But you can set your clock by God. If, you, if, he's, if it's sun rise at 6.03, the sun's rising at 6.03. You don't have to worry about God. He's got everything in order. He made it that way. Come on, somebody. I'm just talking about a God of great order today. Chaos creates stress. It creates fear. It causes lives to be turned upside down. Yet much of God's great occurrences and miracles and signs and wonders come in the time of chaos in the scriptures and in history. He created everything that you are living in today out of nothing. It was a chaotic time in Genesis 1 and 1. The Bible said in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and it was void and there was darkness upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and God said let there be light and there was light. Ladies and gentlemen when he spoke the world into existence he came from a chaotic condition to an orderly condition. That's the kind of move that God makes. Amen. Genesis is the seedbed of the Bible. It's the beginning. It's called the book of beginnings. And out of the chaos, we find creation. And this seems to be the pattern that God develops and God lays out everywhere in Scripture. Light is piercing darkness. Dry land is emerging out of tossing seas. Life is breathing from lifelessness. And reproduction comes from barrenness. It's because in the chaos, chaotic times. In the times of chaos, God knows how to show up right on time. Aren't you glad today that in, in, in the times of trouble, in the times of chaos, in the times of bedlam, in the times of pandemonium, there is a God that is rock solid. There's a God that will take everything and put it in the right order as he should. It would seem to me that chaos is the place where God does his greatest work. One minute, things look bleak. The next minute, there's a miracle erupting and everything is booming. We need the God of chaos to show up here today. 
We need him. It started that way and it will end that way. You see the pattern from Genesis all the way through Revelation. There's water that suddenly appears out of a rock because people in the wilderness are hungry and thirsty and dying. There's manna that falls from the sky. There's a redeemer as a result of a fallen world. Jesus came because men of men came to sin and did not know God and distanced themselves from God. It's a storm on a sea of Galilee and everybody's about to die but then in the midst of chaos Jesus shows up. Lazarus is dead four days. His friend and his sisters are all upset and in the middle of chaos Jesus shows up. I'm just come to tell you on a Sunday morning that God is the God of the hills and the valleys. He's the God of the storm. He's the God of peace. He's the God that will take up his place in your time and in your world of chaos and step out on the bow of every man's boat and say peace, peace be still. You better hear me today. We don't need we don't need a bunch of politicians telling us how to get over it. We need Jesus more than we've ever needed him. We need the God of glory to come into this situation of our world and to lay his hands right in the middle of every heart and to turn every mind and to turn every heart. Let me tell you something, folks. There's some wicked things that are happening in our nation. There's some horrible things that are happening in our government. There's things that we don't even like to talk about and the world is turned upside down it's perplexing troubling times but God is the God that shows up in chaos you believe that today hallelujah no matter how difficult no matter how difficult our prayers don't define God listen to me they merely cause him to reveal himself through the chaos of the situation our prayers don't define God just because what you are praying over is really a bad situation doesn't mean that God's a really bad God or that he's weak or that he's absent or he's non-existent I've heard people say where is God in all this let me tell you where God's at he sits upon the circle of the earth and he still got it under control don't you ever forget it when it goes only so far the God of chaos will step to the bow of the boat of this world and say, I've had enough. Peace, be still. Don't you ever forget that. God's in charge here. Somebody say, God's in charge here. Come on now, your prayers don't define who God is. They just give him an opportunity to show up. They just give him the power to show up. Your prayers go up to God, and God says, I see, and I hear, and I'll be there right on time. Hallelujah. Somebody say, oh, but my situation's bad. That doesn't define God. I'm a Christian. Why am I going through this? Let me help you today. It's going to rain on the just and the unjust. Just because you're a Christian don't mean you don't have trouble. Just because you're a Christian don't mean your car won't break down. Don't mean your kids won't get sick. It don't even mean that you won't get coronavirus. I'm preaching truth. You're not exempt because you're a Christian. You got to be smart. You got to try to help yourself. Some of you ain't trying to help yourself. I believe God helps, y'all want me to preach or fool around here? I believe God helps those who help themselves. Anybody believe that? 
If you're looking for God to move, you do the right thing and you look for the miracle of God in your life. You probably don't need to look in one place for serenity and peace except for Jesus Christ because there is no peace in this world. There is no serenity in this world. There is no answers in this world except in him. In him. That's why I sang today, I'm holding to God's unchanging hand. I'm going to build my hope on things eternal. I'm not worried about what they say. I'm worried about what he says. I'm not worried about what they do. I'm worried about what he does. Hallelujah. I want you to know, God, my faith is in you. And if any area of your life needs peace, you ought to turn to Jesus today because he is the author and the finisher of every one of our faith. Come on, put your hands together all over this place. Give God praise today. Hallelujah. You can't live in a perfect world. You don't live in a perfect world. This world's a mess. I'm, I'm old enough to see when it was better and, and now know it's worse. I thought it, at times it couldn't get any worse, but guess what? It keeps getting worse. Do I, can I get a witness here? It's a dangerous day to even raise your kids. Televisions are corrupt. Radio's corrupt. TikTok's corrupt. Somebody taught me they, that my kids taught me into getting them TikTok. I have to be careful where I turn on TikTok. See, you old folks don't know what TikTok is, but this old folk do. And let me tell you something. Man, I, I'm not preaching against it, but Lord have mercy. Woo! That's why you got to be careful what station you tune into. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. It's a chaotic world. And they want you to believe all that stuff's okay. They want you to, they just want you to accept the world as it is. Our problem is, you know, this started a long time ago. It started when they took God out of the schools and the Bible out of schools and God out of everything that we do. When all that started, then you can't discipline kids anymore. You can't, you I'm sure going to make somebody mad today, but you know what? Y'all get over it. I'm going to be me. The, the, the problem is, the problem is, is we've tried to turn everything upside down. The world has turned everything, and they want us to believe it and want us to like it. I don't like it. I still believe abortion is a sin. I still believe homosexuality is a sin. I still believe adultery is a sin. I still believe lying and cheating and thieving and disrespect to authority is a sin. But you see, when we, when we sedate ourselves with the medicine they're giving us, we just kind of shrug it off. Oh, well. Oh, that's just our day. Oh, well. Oh, well, your kids are being raised in this. Oh, well, our young people are being affected by this. Let me tell you something. I'm not here today to politic. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to tell you that God is not pleased with a lot of stuff that's going on in our world. And in the time of chaos, we ought to hit our knees. We are the only stabilizing factor that America has, the church of the living God. Thank God, thank God for the church. We need to stand up and be strong and be be. be 
let me let me let me just use the right word here. Be like a rock of Gibraltar and not be moved with the winds of doctrine and the winds of time in our world. God will show up if we will show up. God work in your life in the times of chaos. I got to read again from the from the Psalms 46, the New Living Testament again of the New Yes, the New Living Testament. Here's what he said. The nations, Psalms 46 and 6, the nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. Whenever things just kind of in a mess, God can speak one word. His voice will thunder. I wish I could make you understand where I'm coming from today. People are like, well, the world's a mess. Oh, my, it's a complete disaster. But I can tell you that God's voice is about to thunder. God's voice is about to thunder. And what it does, let me tell you, how far is God going to let this go? I don't know. Let me tell you, he may, he may let it go a long way. But when it's all said and done, he's going he's to be there for the people who have stood firm in faith and people who have stood on the word of God. The voices of chaos are saying hopeless. They're saying death. They're saying ruin. They're saying disaster. But the voice of God is about to thunder. And when it thunders, it's going to hold everything right in place that God is going to make room for, for deliverance and power and victory in the life of everyone that has stood in faith. I don't know about you. I may die with coronavirus next week. I hope not. But if I do, I'm going to die in faith. I'm going to die holding to the unchanging hand. If I do, if I go next week, if I die in a car accident today, I'm telling you right now, I'm standing and holding to God's unchanging hand. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. His voice supersedes the voices of this world. His voice is more powerful than the hopelessness of this society. His voice is about to thunder. David said when the nations are in chaos and their kingdoms are crumbling, the voice of God thunders. Hallelujah. My Lord, I feel the spirit of God in this place today. Here's what God said. He said, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. Alpha and Omega are the first and the last letters of the classical Greek alphabet. Alpha is the first letter. Omega is the last. Jesus declared in the revelation to John, he said, I am the first and I'll be the last. I am the beginning and I'll be the end. So everything sandwiched in between may become chaotic and it may be chaos to our world, but you just remember he's still alive. And he said, I was here when it started and I'll be here when it's over. And when it's all said and done, I got a miracle and my voice is gonna thunder and things are gonna be different than they've ever been. Hallelujah. Nobody likes the beginning of, of sorrows. The beginning represents the world, the chaos. 
The omega, however, represents the end and the completion of something. In fact, it, it represents a miracle in your life. We don't like trouble. We don't like trouble. I don't like trouble. Do you? I don't like trouble in my life. But we love it when the miracle shows up. We don't like the alpha, but we love the omega. We don't, that means the beginning and we love the ending. We don't like the chaos, but we love the miracle. Could I tell you something today? Andre Crouch wrote a song a long time ago, and he said this, if I never had a problem, I'd never know God could solve them. If there never was a problem, you'd never know how big God really is. You'd never know how God could step in your life and God could turn things around if you never had a situation that you needed him in. I thank God for my trouble. I thank God for my trial. I thank God for my valley. I thank God for my hardship because let me tell you, he stepped in a many a time in my life. I could testify to you on this Sunday morning of over and over and over when the alpha wasn't pretty but the omega was the best when it started it was chaos but when it was over with God got the victory oh there is victory in Jesus and we are about to have our victory and there are miracles coming to those who are faithful and in everything in life everything in life it all is in the hands of God if life were just hunky dory if I could put it that way if it was just normal we wouldn't need God but this is the time that we need him most because he has to show up and let his voice thunder while the world is going stupid pardon me for preaching that way but it's the truth we're not in heaven yet this world is still existing chaos is not some punishment that's been handed down to you. It's to show you how big God is. I got I to gotta, I gotta preach something to you right quick. I discovered this morning in reading the scriptures. I, I got I to I gotta preach something to you. I'm going to skip some of this. Let, 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 me, let me give you something to think about. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess up another sermon right here. But I'll be back. Exodus chapter 10, the Lord is, is, is trying to get Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. And in Exodus chapter 10, there's already been some plagues, but he comes to this one in Exodus chapter 10 and verse 21. He said, the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand toward heaven. There may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. Darkness that you can actually feel. I mean not a light nowhere, not anywhere. There was darkness everywhere. And the Bible said in verse 22, Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. For three days, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Three days, a thick darkness that you could feel. Anybody ever been in a darkness you could literally feel? Darkness. I, I, I've told this story many times, but I, it just it, it stays in my mind. When I was just a kid, my dad was going out to preach in California, so we took a vacation and we went. We drove. We drove. All the family drove, and we stopped by a place called Carlsbad Cavern. Anybody ever been there? I see a few hands. We stopped by a place called Carlsbad Cavern. I never forget it. They took us in that cave. 
And the, the, the guide said, don't anybody move because we're about to turn the lights out. And brother, let me tell you something. You didn't have to worry about me moving. When they turned the lights out, I'm telling you, when I, when I say darkness, it was the darkest of dark that I have ever experienced in my life. This was even worse. And this was a thick darkness on all the land. Verse 23 said, They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. They scared to move. They didn't get up. They didn't move around. They couldn't see where they were at. They didn't see each other. It was darkness all over the land. Darkness represents chaos. That's what the world was when God came along and said, let there be light. Could I show you something today? Oh, this got me this morning. I read it to Toby when he came in my office about seven something this morning. I said, Toby, listen to this. Here's what the Bible said. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwelling. If that don't ring, if, if that don't light your fire, honey, your wood's wet. Because what the Bible said was God's people in the midst of that darkness, they had light. They had light where they lived. The land of Goshen was, the world was dark, but not where God was dwelling, not where the people of God were dwelling. Could I preach to you on this Sunday morning that that is what God is in the time of chaos. He's going to show up and all the children of the Lord are going to have light in their dwelling because of the chaos of this world. God is about to show up. Come on, get on your feet with me right now. I believe there's a little faith in this house. I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're encountering, but here's what I do know, that if you're in chaos, and you probably are, we all are to an extent and a measure. If you're in chaos, just know this. His voice is about to thunder and his light is about to shine. And everything is going to be all right because he is God in chaotic times. He's still God. He's not changed. Hallelujah. He's God when you're on the mountain. He's God when you're in the valley. He's God when you're in the trial. He's God when you're tempted of the enemy. He's God every step of your life. He's God no matter what the devil says. He's God no matter what the president does. He's God no matter what the congressman do. He's God no matter how many riot in the street. He's still God in chaos. Going to be all right. He's still God. Somebody shout, he's still God. He's God on the platform. He's God back in the pew. He's God in the amen corner. He's God all over you. He's God in Arizona. He's God in Tennessee. He's God in Louisiana. And he's God all over me. I feel the Holy Ghost here today. I'm here to tell you, he's God in chaos. He's God when times are at peace. He's God when times are rough. And right now, I want to tell you, times are rough. But that doesn't say he's not God. That just says his voice is about to thunder. And his light is about to shine. Because we are the people of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
He's going to show up. I said, he's going to show up. He's going to show up right on time. Anybody here got a prayer answer this week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody ever had a miracle in your life? He's God. Anybody ever had your back against the wall and you're thinking, how in the name of God am I going to get out of this mess? And all of a sudden, like flipping a switch, God just shows up. Just shows up. Just shows up. Anybody ever had a bill you couldn't pay? You knew you'd been faithful to God? Had a crisis in your life? You didn't know how to handle it? You just said, Lord, I don't know what to do. And all of a sudden, in the nick of time, the God of chaos. Let me tell you something. Listen to me right now. There's a lot of chaos in our homes. Got quiet then, didn't it? Money problems can cause chaos. No communications can cause chaos. You need to go home, sit down with your wife or your husband, say, honey, let's talk about this. Why don't we just turn this over to God today? You need to pull your kids together and say, you know what, kids? We've had a rough time here, but we need to turn this whole situation over to God today. Because the God of chaos will show up. He will show up. Mm-hmm. I'm preaching right stuff here today. I'm preaching of the Holy Ghost today. Because some of you have forgotten that he's still in charge. And he's got this. I want to tell you, God hadn't been surprised or shocked at anything that's happened. He knows all about this pandemic. He knows all about all this stuff closing. He knows people's fears. Somebody said, what about somebody that died with it? You know what the scripture said? It's a time to be born, a time to die. That's all I can tell you. I can't answer that. Does that mean everybody that's a Christian will be exempt? No. But I stand with Paul today. For to live is Christ and to die is gain. To live is Christ, to die is gain. Precious, are you ready for this? Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. It's not, you know, you know what my daddy used to say? God bless his sweet soul. He was always cracking jokes. He said, you know what? I ain't scared of dying. It's just you got to stay there for so long. What do you always say? But let me tell you something. When he breathed his last breath and he left that old body that was, was in bad shape, he stepped into the presence of a holy God forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Who can argue with that? Who can argue with that? If I get out of here today and the Lord decides to take me, all I can tell you is y'all rejoice. It's a shortcut to glory. Hallelujah. Now, if you ain't ready to make that march, you might ought to get ready. 
you might want to find a place and get it all right with God today. I'm just telling you, let the chaos come because I read the back of the book and the song said it a while ago. I heard you say it. The end has already been, it's already been decided. You know, if you'll just skip over, go home today and get your Bible and go to the book of Revelations and read the end of it all because I want to tell you today, we win. It doesn't matter about a pandemic or it doesn't matter about a trouble or a trial or a financial situation or a heartache or something. Look, we win. It's over with in the back of the book. And the Bible says, how many of you believe the word of God? The Bible says we win. It's over. We win. I'm going to quit. Y'all are ready to go eat. I could preach another hour, but I'm not. Here's what I want to tell you today. Don't you forget God is in chaos. He knows everything about it. He's got everything in the palm of his hand. He knows every step you take. He knows every breath you breathe. He knows every time you, you pray. He hears every word you say. He's God in chaos. Let me tell you something. And I got to tell you, this is the end of the story, okay? Those disciples were on a boat and a storm came up. I was in that sea last year. Remember, Sister Doris? We were in the Sea of Galilee and the storm came up. This is back in Jesus' day on the earth and the storm came up. I was in that place. And I got to thinking about it when the waves would, would just, I mean, they were coming over the boat and the lightning was flashing and the wind was blowing and the storm. Go read the scripture. The Bible said the disciples got afraid and they went and found Jesus. Guess where he was? He's asleep. He wasn't worried about the storm. He controls the storm. Now, one of them runs down. I'd, I'd run and grab you today, but I can't touch you because I'm practicing social distance. But listen to me. They ran down, shook him. Jesus? Hey, Jesus! Yeah. Cast not thou not that we perish. Do you not know there's a storm going on? I mean, have any of you ever been in a, in a bad storm on a boat? I, I, I quit deep sea fishing years ago because every time I'd go, the wind would come up. And brother, let me tell you, there ain't no sickness like ocean sickness. I mean, I mean, hey, there's several words that I could use to tell you what I would do, but I ain't going to use them. I'm going to be nice. And let me tell you, Jesus, he didn't even know there was a wind blowing. He was asleep. He was just taking it easy. Carest thou not that we perish? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Wipes his eyes, gets up out of the bed, walks to the bow of the boat, and they're all, man, they're holding on to the sides of it. We're all going to die. This thing's about to take us under. That's where some of you are right now. Jesus walked out there and stood on the bow of the boat. And he said this, peace, be still. In chaos, he walks today. The wind quit. The waves laid. The disciples thought, wow, who is this that controls the wind? 
the sea. He who shows up in chaos. He shows up in chaos. Jesus Christ, all over this building today, only you know the heart of man, and only you see the inward workings of our minds and our spirit. You know our jobs, our finances, our marriage, our relationships, our kids, our homes. You see it all, God. You see the world in the chaotic condition that it's in. You even see the fear that's in the heart of people that stand right here today. Fear of how everything's going to turn out. Fear of what tomorrow is going to bring. Lord God, could I ask you on this Sunday morning to let a spirit of faith, real faith, come in the heart of every person in this building to know that you are in charge, that everything's okay, that you've got us in the palm of your hand. We are the apple of your eye. We are your body and we are your bride. And in this chaos, you're still God. Just let us see it today, Lord. Let us know it today, God. We love you. Thank you for this moment of time that we're together. Thank you for all who have come to worship. We leave here with faith in our heart that tomorrow is in your hands. Next week is in your hands. Our future is in your hands. We believe you. In Jesus' name. And let the church say amen. I love you all. Go home. Don't, so, don't get close. Get out of here. Go eat a steak. I'll see you next Sunday. Watch us Wednesday at clcmonroe.org. We will be there online. God bless you, 7 o'clock.